Hello everyone, and welcome to the Get Clean Podcast. I'm your host Khalil Sharad, and this is episode 6. Today's special guest is Mike Dunn, a pro high school, college, and youth shooting coach. One of the best ones out there, one that I get a lot of information myself. We covered a lot of topics. Uh, what does it take to be in shooting coach? How do you continue to learn as a coach? What are the main keys to shooting? Some of the myths about shooting. How does he continue to grow his online business? Uh, how does he keep the shooting subscription individualized to the athlete? And then what are his future goals as a coach himself? It's really a good one. I hope you all enjoy. Let's get clean. Yo. Yo, there we go. <laughs> you sent the when you sent the first one, it just brought me to the anchor app. It didn't bring me I, Yeah, the last uh the last interview I did, the same thing happened where I sent it the first time I'm like, is he busy doing something? And then I send it again and then it just worked. So I don't know, it's probably some flaw in the system. All good, bro. <sighs> Maybe they should pay me for IT. <laughs> Maybe they should. Man. Maybe they should. Uh how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I can't complain. How are you? I'm not bad. Not bad. Rainy down here. I don't know about you. Man, it hasn't. It hasn't uh, you know what? It's rained one day. I had I had a client come down from Massachusetts. They drove four, like four and a half hours. Uh-huh. And I have to do all my training outside right now because our gyms, our gyms still aren't open. Oh, really? Really? And uh, so we started at 8 a.m. and it was downpouring. It's the only time it's rained <laughs> the past two weeks. So we had we had to wait it out. But yeah, other than I, that, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, down here it's like uh, like a lot of like the YMCA's basketball courts are like closed, but like all basically all the private gyms are open. So like the gym right. that I recently started working at, it's like a basketball skills facility, and then now I'm like the strength conditioning coach for it. But the basketball courts they've been open since like I don't know, probably the first week of May. So like That's a lot great. of kids have already been doing it. Um, the outside courts though, because they removed the rims, like they have up north, they're like very slowly putting them back on which is funny because they open everything up but it's like they don't put the outside rim so a lot of kids still can't practice basically if you can't afford a, That's, a trainer so it's wild man i mean you just don't like you don't know how to handle yeah. it like it's just a weird it's an unprecedented thing you know? yeah. so it's just, right? but like one of my clients he does au they they started this last weekend so i'm like i don't <laughs> like tournaments and everything like they had teams know, come all man. over the I've, place i uh <laughs> yeah i have I have a bunch of the vir- virtual clients that like they're sending me game footage. I'm like, what? This is, what? what is going on? Here? And I'm stuck out here dodging the elements. <laughs> yeah, like I, like I can't get a gym. I can't get in the weight room. I can't get in anything. You guys are out there playing AAU tournaments in a packed house. It's crazy. Uh, all right. So uh, first and foremost, just uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, work, life, etc. Yeah, man. Um, you know, I uh, I'm a uh, I consider myself like a, pro- a professional shooting teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I uh, I set out on this journey of kind of furthering my understanding of of what it what it means to shoot the basketball about you know about really four years ago, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's just an interesting thing because shooting the ball, being able to shoot the ball well, and being able to teach teach how to shoot well are two completely different things correct so i um while i started out with the ability to shoot it um i didn't have the ability to to verbalize it into 
uh, and then to, to produce results for, for a person in front of me in terms of getting them to where they wanted to go. So um, I've just been constantly, you know, going down this rabbit hole of understanding, not just shooting, but understanding teaching and gradually have started to, to get more and more comfortable with it and, and, and building, building this, uh, this little business that I have teaching kids how to shoot now all over the world. And, uh, it's, it's, it's been really cool, man. I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes from, from here on out for sure. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy. It's funny you say that it's like, uh, you could shoot very well, but then learning how to actually teach shooting took a whole nother thing. And you find that in a lot of times with sports where a person that's really fast jumps really high, a person that was a great player gets a job automatically above somebody that's already been doing the coaching part of that yeah. side of that sport or that skill and will beat them for the job, but be much worse at the job. And people who are outside looking in will be like, why does that happen? But it's because to be a great coach at any type of skill or strength trading, that's a whole nother study. So while you were being a player, you were never being a coach. So like the little right. times when I just done like uh, not skill coaching, but like play coaching when I've been an assistant coach, it was like, Whoa, this is a whole nother ball game. Like another, <laughs> right. just your attitude, your pro, like you can't, you have to be that much more just like worrying about the team, worried about everybody else, putting everybody else besides, you know, you first. And then when it comes to like, like you saying shooting aspect, it's like, that's a whole nother bit of watching videos, reading books on all different types of stuff. Like you may be reading books as a player, but you need to read a whole nother set of books if you're trying to be right. a coach, you know? So right. it's funny, like because people it... just assume that, oh yeah, he was good. So he'll be good at coaching. It's like, yeah, yeah most of the great coaches are not, we're not great players. Like you can't even find them, find their stats. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so true, man, because the, it's the teaching, the teaching element and being a teacher and a communicator. Right. You you just being a player, or you being an athlete, whatever have you, you're not necessarily in you're not you're not there with those skills yet. No way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so being able to relay information as opposed to just you, you could show it, but just because you could show it doesn't mean that somebody's gonna be able to pick up on it unless they're just a visual learner. Yeah. It's like it's like my guy Rob says, like you as a as a coach, you have to be able to he always says you have to be able to speak five like five hundred different languages. Because <laughs> right, right. each kid, each kid, each player, whoever they learn completely differently. Yeah. And you have you have to, in that brief amount of time you have with them, diagnose, okay, this is the type of learner I have. This is how I'm going to draw the most out of this particular player. So this is how I have to proceed. So it's like, it's a, it's a skill set, man. It's a legitimate skill set that you have to develop. Um, when did you uh, start playing basketball? I started, I, I was, I believe I was 10. Mm. So maybe, maybe, maybe a little old. I was, Whatever fifth, whatever fifth or sixth grade is, that's where that's where I really started. Um, before that, I just played be uh, baseball, but I I began playing basketball a little later on. And then it's like people say, you you catch the basketball bug. <laughs> it's, one of, it's one of those things where it's it's the greatest game to me because you're you're in complete control of your destiny with it. Because no, you you can't ever blame somebody like, well, I didn't have anybody to play with. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Right. Like if you have a ball and you have a park or you know or a park to go to or hoop at your house, whatever. You have the ability to get better, and I fell in love with that man. I just, I went, I went all in. And did you? Where did you play in high school and college? In high school, so I grew up in I grew up in Central Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. I went, I went to a school called uh, Central Dolphin High School in Harrisburg, PA. Mm -hmm. And then in college, I uh, I played at I played at Philadelphia University. So it's a Division two school here or here. I'm, I said here in Philly, like I live in Philly. I live right outside <laughs> of Philly now, but um, it's a Division two school in Philadelphia, and um, got the opportunity to play for. 
for Coach Herbie Gee, who's, who's actually in the Basketball Hall of Fame. He's he, him and Coach K go back and forth the, for the all-time winningest college coaches ever. So oh, wow. he's still coaching. Co- you know, Coach K is obviously still coaching, but they're just trying that, to like, finish with that, the most. <laughs> that's the reason they got left. They check crazy. to see each other's wins. <laughs> it's crazy. Just thou- like over a thousand plus wins. Like it's it's insane. But so I got to I got to play for him in college and had a had a really a really fun career and a was really looking back on it like you're in it you don't realize how lucky you are to play for somebody like that but I, I definitely do today what uh what made you not want to try to do semi-pro or play overseas yeah man I was uh I was done with it to be honest with you man like uh really I, I had this conversation with a with another trainer recently because he he was asking me the same question and I was like man my you know my first two years were great in college like in in terms of my my energy level mm. my last two were tough dude like I, it, I, I think that from the outside looking in, I know like it, it always looks, it always looks fun. You're playing basketball, and it is. Like I love it. Like I love it again. Like I love it now. But it was like it, it became such a grind. Like, I just wanted to leave it alone, man. Like I, <laughs> I don't know, man. I was like mentally worn out. I remember me, that's man. what Dwayne Wade said. It's like if you're not excited for the pain, the aches, the waking up tired, the pushing through, and then if you're in school, you're doing homework. You're doing this or that, avoiding having fun. Like, if you're not in love with that, you're not going to be that great. And because you won't right. be as great as you know you probably could be, it's just – it turns out – it becomes more of a job than right. – and, right. and if it turns into a job, you can't be that great at it. So it's like – Right. That's when it's that's, time to hang it up, basically. It's a great – it's a great way. It's a great way of putting it, man. And, like, I always thought it would never get that way. And it's – and now I, I now I completely found it again. You know what I mean? Like I found passion in it again later on. But after I graduated, man, I, I had, it's interesting. I had different people reach out to me. They wanted to set up things with the D league, different agencies had reached out. And, uh, and I was, I was, I was in a different mindset in terms of what I wanted to do. I was like, I'm just going to get a nine to five job and put my head down and mm. just, just do it that way. So I didn't do anything with sports, anything with basketball for a while. So what made you start teaching the game after you put the ball down? I so I had a I had a crazy moment in my life, man. I I uh I mean I I was partying, I was doing a bunch of different stuff and I uh, I had one night where I was out with my friends. I ended up getting hit by a car. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> and it shifted my perspective completely. Like I got out of it. I came out of it. I completely tore my knee up. Uh my knee was completely busted up. I cracked my head open real bad cuz I was walking across the street and the car hit me. And, oh, um, wow. and it like, it had this, per- it, it just completely changed my perspective on like looking at myself saying, Hey man, w- what are you doing? Like, what, what are you doing, man? Like you're like, like to me, I always had said that I'm like sitting on this gift of shooting the basketball. Right. Like I'm, I'm just like sitting on it. Like people will say, uh, if I only could win the lottery, da, 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 I would say to myself, I was like, I, I have my lottery ticket. That's not necessarily mean that it's going to produce me millions of dollars. But I do have what can make me really happy and what, I, what I'm good at, what I can pursue. Right. And so after that happened, I kind of started to take this perspective shift and just taking care of myself mm-hmm. first, getting myself in line. And then uh, and eventually that that took me back to basketball after I kind of kind of got right physically and mentally and all that kind of stuff. And, and then ever since, it's just been it's just been go, go, go. How do you continue to learn to get? better as a shooting coach despite already knowing so much because it's never done right it's ne- it's never done i it's it's really interesting that you even say that because i 
I just finished reading a book last night, um, The One Thing. And there was a really brief passage in The One Thing. And it was, it was he, he briefly talked about mastery. I think mastery is a really cool thing. Like if, if, if we're on the, if we're actually on the pursuit of mastery, we're actually, we're actually on the pursuit of forever learning because there's never mm. going to be, there's never going to be an end. And in the, in this, in this one part of the book, he talked about the, um, the creator of, of judo and how, when the creator of judo uh, was, he, he was like on his deathbed and everything, he asked to be buried in his white belt, mm-hmm. which was, which was symbolism of, there's still more learning to do. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? Which right. is like, which is dope. That's like a crazy, it's an awesome thing. You know what I mean? And it's just like, I think that, I think that you just have to be like, if you want to be great at something, you have to understand that it's a consistent learning process. You're never going to stop learning. You're always going to, you, you need to be able to look back at yourself and say, Hey, you didn't even know what you were talking about two to three years ago. Where are you at now? So hopefully you and I will have a conversation in five years and we could listen to this back <laughs> And I could be like, man, I had no idea what I was talking about. You know what I mean? But that's we're, – we're human beings, man. Our potential is limitless. And when you find something you love to do, just keep pushing the envelope. Keep trying to go as far as you can with it. You can always get better at it. Like – and now you said you started this like four years ago. And like are you saying like, oh, five years from now, hopefully I'd be like, oh, what was I talking about? But right. like have as you've gone through it, is it minute changes? Is it little add-ons? Or is it like you have – like, if you go from, like, four years ago, have you scrapped a lot that you used to do? Or is it just, like, okay, little tweaks? Like, like we talked about the tilt and stuff like that where it's, like, that's been a lot of, like, opinion-based. I don't know, like, which one is supposed to do. Like, were you doing it one specific way and now you're, like, I totally do it for one way? Or is it, like, just little add-ons or little techniques and ways that you're, like, oh, this is a quicker progress to being a much better shooter? Yeah, I, I, I would say that it's, it's, it's probably – a completely just different perspective of looking at it. Like I I think how I would look how I looked at things four years ago was like the most basic level possible. Hmm. Whereas now I'm kind of more into the weeds of the more technical side of things and really starting to understand things that I've never even thought about looking at in terms of shooting. Hmm. Um, And yeah, there's, there's definitely some things that still carry over, but the, 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 the better the understanding, the more technical you can get, and then the fun part about that is, you know, you can kind of nerd out on, on the, tech, the technicality side of things, the physics side of things, understanding putting energy into the ball and how we move the ball to how we move the ball in a way to, to put our energy into it so we can get the most power, all that kind of stuff. But the fun part about it is you learn that in and out as much as you possibly can. And then it's your responsibility of, OK, now, how do I relay this to somebody for them to understand it in two minutes? You know what I mean? Right. And so that's the, that's like that's the real big difference. I think my early understanding was so crude and it was just so basic, whereas now it, it was all I had, whereas now I have such a deeper understanding of it. And with a deeper understanding comes the ability to relay the information much clearer and simpler. What are your main keys to shooting? Uh, I think I think at the end of the day, I think repeatability is is one of the biggest things of all time. Right. Like if we if you can repeat. You're going to you're going to you're going to be able to make shots. And if you can repeat in a way where you're eliminating variables, um, now you're now you're really on the on the fast track to success. So so people will say, hey, man, like so and so I shoot this way. I shoot with this thumb flick. I do this. Mm-hmm. And I always come back to that's fine. Like you can make shots that way. The thing is, when it comes to the heat of a game and situations are presenting themselves that you've never really been in. 
that thumb flick just presents one more additional variable into your shot that if you don't get it exactly perfect, you have less of a chance of making a shot if it were not there, right? right. So everything comes back down to not adding to but taking away. How can we take away things enough that you don't have to be perfect, yet it's something that's repeatable to, to a degree? So um, I would say, you know, repeatability. And then, and then just like, I guess, from a more, you know, just uh, under, uh, basketball sense with, or, or, or fundamental sense, uh, releasing the ball on the way up, moving the ball on a relatively straight line, uh, keeping the ball in front of your body, and then, and then trying to get the ball to move from start to finish without stopping. And I think if you can do those kind of things, which, which sounds like a mouthful, but if you can do a lot, a lot of those things, you're, you're setting yourself for that ultimate uh, goal of repeatability. Uh, what are some myths when it comes to shooting and getting better at it? Rep. I'd say the biggest one is the reps factor. Okay. Like, uh, I, think, I think there's a, there's a big – you know how it is, man. Especially, like, <laughs> in the training community, people are like, if you're not out getting reps, you're not – you're not doing it. If you're not getting up your 500 shots a day. Right. I mean, it's important, but if you're, if you're not doing it the right way, quality of quantity, you just, yeah, you just wasted 500 reps. Right. And right? you're like, in, and you're instilling more just bad. Exactly. Behavior, so. Exactly. You just went 500 reps the wrong way. You know what I mean? And it, there used to be this, this idea of, Hey man, just, just shoot out. If you're in a slump, Hey man, just, just shoot till you get out of it. Just go and just get more reps. Right. I mean, if you're actually able to kind of sit there and analyze what it is that you're trying to do, and that's why I think, like, with the players I work with, my big thing is, like, can I get them to really understand what it is they're doing? Can I get them to focus in on one or two things in a workout that that's all I want them to pay attention to? Right. And if so, if I can, we can master those two, or not master them, but at least, you know, have an understanding of what we're doing, A, they're going to have a much better workout because they're not as concerned with everything else that's going on. And B, when it comes game time, if things aren't going right, at least they can maybe come come back to that and be like, man, what am I doing? Are my level? Am I setting my levels? Am I getting to my one position with my wrist loaded? Am I moving ball? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. At least they could like come back to that. So I think that's that's uh, that's one of the things because I, I I hear a lot of people say like, um, you don't don't think about it, don't think about it, but practice in the practice situations to me that's that is the time to think about it so then you don't have to think in the game because you won't have time to think in the game but if you if you really exactly. think about what you're doing every single time then it starts to become ha habit 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 and then what's that next thing that you really have to focus in on if you're just blindly just throwing up crap and it's right. not you're not going to get any better yeah. exactly how do you exactly. how do you deal with uh because I know, like, usually when I look at your page, and I'm sure you have some clients, especially when you first start with them, and I do it the same thing, where, like, young kids would be like, well, Kobe went 110%, and he put up <laughs> a 1,000 shots. And I'm always like, listen, Kobe is a professional athlete, and you're 15 years old, whatever the age. Number two, like, you don't have access to the same recovery methods that he has. Number three, he <laughs> has a lot less problems at that stage in his career with his form of his shot. So a lot of times he has three rebounders, two passers. He doesn't have to move and he has a lot less bad habits to fix, but you best believe he's still doing it. And he's not always actually doing 110%. That's a lot of stuff that's gone through. So like, how do you deal with that person where it's like this player did this or like, you know how Larry Bird didn't have the best form, but he still made a lot of shots, but it's like, right. all right, but we know that over time we've learned that like we can get a lot more done in a short amount of time, if we just fix the real problems, like how do you deal with those kids yeah, or coaches, you know? No, yeah, yeah. It's, 
it's 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 trying to get people to say we can't just look at an end product and think that's the baseline. Right. That's the problem, man. Like we can't just look at what Kobe does and say, oh man, that's the baseline. Kobe started somewhere too, mm-hmm. right? So it's like in shooting, trying to get somebody to understand. Okay, first a we have to understand how our body moves. Right. Now, if we can understand how our body moves, okay, now we can transition to stationary shooting. Okay, we've mastered trans- stationary shooting. Now we can start to shoot on the move. Okay, now we can start to shoot on the move. Now we can start to shoot off the dribble. And it's getting somebody to kind of buy into the fact that if you tackle these things in, you know, one at a time, then you're on your way to getting to that point where you can start putting in more and more time with doing different things, maybe going harder, focusing on different things. But we look at a finished product like Kobe – and you know damn well he did that stuff. Right. You know, you know that that the kids can't st- still can't of... dribble with their left hand, but they're like, let me do the right. step back though. Right. No, Harden, I'm like, yeah, right. you still can't make a left hand layup, man. <laughs> it's, it's 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 crazy. I, I think, but I I don't think that's just a kid problem. I think that's oh, a oh, human oh, problem. Old, we yeah. look at we look at the finished product and we and and that's how we model things. And, and they get down on themselves it. about that, and it's like, well, Kobe right. can do it. And I'm always like, yo. He has he's getting paid millions of dollars, and you gotta also know how much stuff he gets for free to help him be the best he can do. Like you don't have access to that. It's it's not the same, you know. Like he he was working with high school, the same crap that you were doing. So like you can't look at the end and be like, well, well, I can't do that. Well, yeah, he's Kobe, but you can get there, but one day right. at a time. <laughs> right, right. But he did it every day. Yeah, every day, man. He was just working on that that fundamental aspect. I heard a really cool story about him about how he would go to the gym and for like one particular move or footwork that he worked right, on. Yeah. He would he would do it on just one side of the floor. Like if he missed like, he missed a turnaround jump shot one night for some big game and then he put up like a bunch just doing it like they just showed it like he was doing like fifty percent speed, but just working on the footwork and just yeah. getting comfortable in that one little spot. I love I love that stuff. Yeah. I absolutely love that stuff. How do you uh continue to grow your online business? I mean, I'm learning, man. I'm learning. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, what I'm really doing now is, is transitioning from I, – I, I initially had never planned for it to be a business. Mm-hmm. So, so it was just more of like, okay, like how can I do – like I'm just going to put out this information. Um, and now, now, it's, now I'm actually growing a business, which has been really cool, man. And it's just – it's, it's, it's a, taking the same approach that I took with shooting. It's like uh, – digest as much information as possible that you can try to try to relay into into what i'm ultimately trying to accomplish hmm. and then just go for it man like if, if it doesn't work it doesn't work try something again <laughs> if that doesn't work try something you know what i mean like right just just do it i i, I found that just taking those first couple steps i mean i know it's like cliche to say but that's that's the hardest part and but once you start doing it you get the ball rolling Sky, sky is the limit, man. In terms of in terms of what I believe I'll be able to accomplish, so it's been really cool. Have you just been focusing like on Instagram and your website? Because I don't have I don't do Twitter because I I can't write twenty four seven just post and I can't stand it. But like, do you just focus on those two? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's where I have my biggest reach. So mm-hmm. I'll just focus with with Instagram and then and then obviously trying to drive traffic to the website and you know learning learning about how to do that and. Yeah, it's, it's a it's pain, but it's it, but it's it's a, yeah. <laughs> it just it's is a like a it's world. just like a new habit to do yes. every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's but it's fun, man. Especially when you start, you do it, and you start to see, 
you start to see what's coming, right? Mm. Like you start to see, oh, I, I have momentum. I have this going. It's the same thing with how I was teaching, just teaching shooting. It's like, okay, you, you start doing it. Probably, I probably, I'm not going to say probably, I sucked at it in the beginning, but the more I did it, the more I started to understand, the better I get, the more confident I get, the more I saw, I saw more. And that's the same exact thing that's starting to happen on the business side. It's like, oh, I can see this now. I understand what's, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's, 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 there's, there's direct parallels to it. Um, how does the keep shooting subscription individualized programming for the athlete and what will you do when there's hundreds to thousands of kids subscribe? Yeah, man. And that's, that's the, you know, what's great. <laughs> that's where, cause I was just wondering that personally. I'm like, well, cause I know there's a lot of programs for all types of training that aren't individualized and the right. novice won't know that. And meaning that he's getting watered down right. crap. So I just right. want to know how you right. handle that. Yeah, man. So, uh, that's where we're getting to now. So now we're starting to the the, the volume is getting higher and mm-hmm. higher, and so now it's gonna be it, it's gonna become it's gonna become interesting. Um, right now, right now I can manage it. I, I I think I'm pretty good with that in terms of my bandwidth and and how I and how I handle that stuff. Mm. Um, but it's like a, that's that's a learning process too, and 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 that it's. But on the flip side of it, what I've learned is like my retention of keeping people has been awesome. And I believe that's due to just the fact of being there for somebody every single day. Um, whenever they check in, they need a question answered and always being there for them. And oh, but now how do you manage that with the wife and the baby answering phones at dinner? Like, what's, what's that? Because, you know, like I like being around a lot of coaches, they're like, it's hard not to get burnt out and hard not to piss off the people around you that, all right, you work, you work, you work. And then like phones with you all the time. How do you try to do you like tell your clients like, all right, like this time to this time, I'm not going to be the answer or you just like I'm answering whenever they, they I, mess. I have, I have a 24 hour window, right? So, okay. Okay. I have, I have 24. Hour, I don't have to respond in 10 minutes. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. I got you. So I have, I have a 24 hour window. So what that, what that allows me to do is kind of pick and choose uh, two to three times throughout my day mm. where it's just, I'm going to go dive in now and I'm going to, I'm going to answer everybody and I'm going to get them on the right track and get them to where they need to go. Hmm. So then I'll leave that alone for a couple hours. Now I'm going to go back to it. I'm going to go make sure every question's answered. And then usually I'll do it one more time. So if I, I, you know, three times a day, it's, it's not, it's very manageable when you kind of block it, block it out that way, as opposed to just constantly checking. I think that would drive, that would drive me insane. Um, do you think eventually when it gets like super crazy, will you delegate to shooting coaches that like you have under you or something? Yeah. I mean, I, I think that that's, that's ultimately where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I see it getting to that point where, you know, bringing people on in terms of getting them to really understand the nuances of what it is that I'm, that so I'm are you going to train them, like coach them. Like they got, they got to get like a certification for shooting like under you to them work onto you so you know that they're giving they're giving the same thing or as close to it that you would and not some right. totally different stuff right something something to that degree right mm-hmm. something to something that something that to, to that degree so um we'll see man if it comes to it it comes to it. it it may it may be something that i that i have to do but we'll see uh we'll see how it works out like i i'm happy with the way things are going now mm-hmm. also we're in there's a possibility of of, of me uh and who I consider my mentor and, and Rob um, kind of branching off and doing something really cool here in the near future. So 
that 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 alone i think will 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 make things explode even more okay so that that brings me actually to my next and final question what are your future goals is it to own your own gym uh do shooting clinics for coaches and kids or just keep growing the online business or a combination of any of those i i just want to get i just want to be able to to reach and teach as many players as possible like i i want to i want to at the end of the day at the end of the day so like i i love the guys like i love guys i don't know how familiar you are like the guys like jim Rohn or, or tony robbins or yeah, yeah all those guys right les brown like those guys are incredible to me because ultimately like what they've done is they've They've presented themselves in a way where, where millions of people have been impacted of, of about like with what they've done. Right. Right. And like, that's, I feel like that's what I want to do, but just with shooting. And I know like may that my, you know, not as many people care about shooting the basketball, but. Well, I mean, the shoot the NBA is what besides soccer, like the most global sport. So you probably have a good chance to, to reach millions of people, especially because right. I think with that, with train training, I see a lot more bad than good. So if you're a good, you have a good personality, right. you're not hideous looking, and you provide good information. <laughs> I think that's a good combo, you know. Yeah, especially man. if you're partnering and, like you said, you're constantly learning. So if you're partnering with Rob, okay. So on right. his resume, he's a Miami Heat shooting coach. I was just watching the 2013 playback. He was on the Spurs uh, bench over there. You you guys partner up, and it's like, uh, you know, you got different, not not like totally different views but like you bring in two different aspects you know uh one younger guy one older guy one guy that's worked with nba guys one work one that's working with more younger guys you know and it's like you're combining the both i i feel like it at least like when i when i look at it when i'm going to look for information there's basically like three people i really go to it's you rob and uh coach uh dave that you always get into disputes with with the 10 toes basket (laughs) (laughs) That's my guy, man. <laughs> is that the only thing you guys disagree on, or is it, or, or is there other things? What? I don't know. I mean, because I don't know how. Like, it's funny because, like, I, Dave and I will talk. Mm-hmm. Like, what? That, that's that's my guy. He's a really he's a he's a great guy, man. Right. He's really really good dude. But like, I don't know to a degree of like what he's doing in his workouts, and I know he doesn't know what I'm doing in mine. Right. So so it's like it's like we could just. Instagram's funny because what we're kind of doing is we're giving out we're giving away information without really giving it away. Yeah, like, like just a little sneak. Yes. But well, I mean, yes. it's like you give out. Well, I, the the annoying thing though about that is like, okay, hopefully the kid bites, so then he does how you would program them. Because the problem is, you see one drill, you see one exercise, and the kid just does that thing. But if it's not right. programmed in and through periodization, they're not going to be actually progressing because like. You're doing the wraparounds behind the back. The kid may just need to be doing ro- load your wrist and raise the ball first. But they're going right. to do that crazy right. thing. And just because they make the shot, they think it's okay to do. But they're right. probably still reinforcing right. a bad habit. You know, so it's like, right. you know, how did, <laughs> that's the difficult thing. But, you know, it's like that's, that's what the online the business is. And the, the trouble thing, like we were just talking about how maybe you have to hire coaches underneath you because if it does really well, now you can't have – your hey, really direct input and all when when it does really well. When it, Don't, you can't, you oh, can't oh, sounds, ooh, ooh, my fault, my fault. <laughs> can't talk, you can't talk that way, man. You can't talk that way. <laughs> well, it's already doing pretty well, right? So it's only it go, it's only gonna get better. Yeah, I mean, so. just based on the followers that you have. When I remember I first started following you, and now, 
and you started the subscription, it must keep going up. As long as it's going up, right? As long as it's going up, baby. That's all that matters. <laughs> you know what's you know what's the best part, man, is that um the fact that I'm 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 like and, and I'm talking about because I just and I just read this book, the one thing, but I do I do one thing. Right. And the ability to just focus in on that, like I, I feel like that is what if, if anybody and if if somebody wants to be a trainer or, or whatever have you find your niche and then just go all in on that niche yeah. because a lot of people are doing a lot. Very right. few people are doing little, but it's the people that are doing little and specialized that to me are setting themselves up for something really big long-term. Right. Like it's really easy to do whatever's cool at the moment and then keep jumping, jump into the next thing. All right, this is done. All right, I'm going to jump over here. But the problem with that is you never become what you could have been if you had just stuck to the one thing that you were actually good at in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I, I think yeah, I, and that's, that, I'll go ahead, that's something that people miss out on a lot. Yeah. I, I think it's uh there's a lot of people just in all aspects where they try to be, they want to be great at a million different things. And what you end up being is just okay or bad at a lot of things. And, and yeah. I just think it's also easier to be great at one thing. That's why a lot of players in the league just do one thing really, really well. It's hard to be LeBron. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. There's not many people that are gonna. You, I mean, you're gonna have to have the body type, the mindset, the capability, all that, the right coaching around you, and a little bit of luck, you know. But you can be right. just at shooting, just at defense, you know. Like, there's a lot of dudes that are like that, and you have too many people like, yeah, I'm gonna be doing this, or you have like coaches that, like you said, the newest little fad, the new piece of equipment, and then they just scrap whatever right. they're doing. I'm like, you know, there's a lot of material, a lot of studying to do on. If you pick one subject, you can just find a library full of just right. that information. And that right. would make you great way quicker than trying to be, you know, you start a new book, start a new project, start start trying to learn this, trying to learn that. It's just like, why don't you just become great at this? Because if you're teaching or coaching in any way, you can get a lot of people that are coming for you just for that one thing. Right, you know? man. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I had, dude, I had so many people when I first started, they're like, well, why would you just do that? Like, isn't that going to limit you? Right. No, man, I don't think so. Not if I not if I come become one of the best at it. Yeah. Like if you become one of the best at it, your opportunities are just going to grow. Right. You know what I mean? So it's just crazy. Social media is interesting because it exposes. Like you'll see people that are doing one thing one month. Right. And the next month, it's like, oh shoot, you're not doing that anymore because it's it's not it's not where the attention is. Yeah, so. and that, that's the thing I always say. It's like with the kids, there's there's quick ways to see if coaches are bad, and that's like one of them where it's like there's not consistency. It's just about whatever the latest fad is. And it is, it's, it's hard. Well, I would say it's just harder trying to keep people entertained or on your page or whatever by doing the similar things over and over. But if your clients are progressing and you're filming that and putting them on or you're progressing yourself, then that's really all you need to see. And then once you keep getting more and more people come in slowly, you're going to have people that, like you say, stay in your shooting subscription or your lifting program because you're actually producing results. If you're just hopping (laughs) – you know, one month, if you're training a bodybuilder and then you're hopping to strength training and then you're hopping to to shooting a basketball or throwing a football, how's that person going to get better at their goal? And you see people, right. that's what they're doing. And then, you know, it's also hard because if you just, you know, are really good looking or, you know, if you're a girl, you just show your butt, you just get <laughs> lights doing that. and You don't have to be talented at all. And people basically <laughs> sometimes are doing that with training. So it's like a dude that can just right. jump really high and he'll be like, buy my shooting subscription and i'm like 
do you even know if this person certified or anything? Because he could just <laughs> naturally jump high. Or just like you were saying, like, I could already shoot really well. So people right. could, could believe me, and then I don't even have to do my job in actually trying to get this person better and in turn become a better coach. Like, Right, right. <laughs> exactly, dude. Exactly. Spot on. Spot on. <sighs> All right, man. This is, this is great. I, I got to have to get you on again, like, in a few months or something. We're going to have to do a check-in because this – it's always good. Um, so where can uh, people find you? Yeah, you can find me on my Instagram, at cmikedunn, and then um, I'm cmikedunn.com. Uh, those, the those are the two of the main places uh, where, where I'm at, man. So check, check it out. <laughs> All right, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you for your time, man. For sure, man. For sure. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing, brother. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. All right, man. Peace. Well, I hope you guys really enjoyed that interview as much as I did. Really looking forward to having Mike on again, probably in, I want to say maybe like mm, half a year to a year, something like that, so we can get a really good check and see where he's at, because he's always trying to learn as a coach, just like I am, okay? Uh, tune in next week. I have a very special guest once again. He's going to be a strength coach, but I'm going to leave his name unknown. Okay, so tune in on my Instagram. You can find me at at Khalil Sherrod. That's K-A-L-I-L underscore S-H-E-R-R-O-D. So you can see workouts that we're doing, training, and so you can hear about the next episode of the podcast. Remember, stay clean. Peace.